Yo, this is Joe. And this is your boy, Eli. Welcome back to another episode of the Off Wrestling Podcast. On this episode, we'll be giving a quick little breakdown of our thoughts and opinions. But first, the intro. Welcome back to another episode of the Off Wrestling Podcast. On this episode, we'll be reviewing the 2022 AEW Revolution pay-per-view. Let's get it. Um, it was a stacked card. Super stacked. Like, this is like, I think you said WrestleMania level almost. Like, Yeah, it was. It's almost like a SummerSlam level, like, pay-per-view. Like, it was super stacked. Of course, it started off with Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho. And, uh... It got off to a really intense start. <laughs> like, Eddie came out ready. Like, he was ready to go. Um, it definitely was, like, a fight to the very end. Like, they were just, like, brawling. At some points, I was just like, is this even a wrestling match? Like, they just scrap it. <laughs> you know By the way, mean? clearly they wanted – I think every there wasn't a single person that wanted Jericho to win this. No. So, last <laughs> episode – last episode, I said I didn't think Eddie could win the big win. I don't know why I said – I didn't mean to say that. Um I definitely knew Eddie was going to win, but there were some some moments of doubt where I was like, could he do it? But he actually, you know, pulled it off. I'm really surprised that they let Eddie win via submission over Jericho. That's I also yeah, I noted the same people. thing. I was like, I don't I can't recall Jericho ever tapping. Me neither. Yeah, it's almost um, like John Cena or somebody tapping out or, or like Kurt Angle. Yeah, player, you know. Yeah, but um I'm happy that Eddie could prove that he won the big one and you and know, I'm glad they picked finally get him a win because he hasn't won in a while. So you know. yeah, I'm glad they picked this as the opener because it's something that like people actually care about Eddie. You know what I mean? Like if they very true with another match that you know may have been good wrestling, but people don't necessarily care about. It mm-hmm. wouldn't have had the same impact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think uh, Jericho not shaking his hand at the end kind of opens the door for like the rivalry to continue, or do you think yeah. it's just going to stay how it is? Or? I think it's definitely got to be a rematch or something like rematch. Um, yeah. Hopefully they don't. I'll, for some reason, I always compare it to the MJF feud. I always hope that they don't drag it out that long. But, oh yes, uh, yeah. The labors of Jericho. Oh man, with the whole Hooventut thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't remind me. But yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like at least one match is in question. But I'm hoping. I'm kind of hoping that you know Eddie wins that too because again he needs him way more than Jericho does. Like yes, know, he has zero accolades. Jericho is like a, a Hall of Famer five times over. Like yeah, he does not need these wins. He does not need these wins at all. Eddie needs him more than he does definitely. Um, but it was it was just nice to see him you know win a big match and I hope this leads to more wins for Eddie and hopefully a TNT title. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll have to uh, see. Were you satisfied with the uh, with the next match? I think it was the Young Bucks and versus uh, Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Jurassic Express. I will say I do have a lot to say about the match, but were you actually satisfied with the the winners, like the outcome of Jurassic Express retaining? Well, they just got the titles like well, like a month or two ago, yeah. so I know they're gonna hold them for a while. Um, and I think for me, it's like my WWE brand. Like we've been watching it for years. Sometimes like the titles could change hands at any time, and it won't make sense. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, I guess a part of me was like, I guess they probably will have Juris Express lose, but it does make sense to keep it on them for a little longer. 
But the way that Red Dragon kind of like they dominated in a lot of different areas. Everybody did good. They did. But I feel like Red Dragon really stood out to me in this match. And it was almost a second where I was like, they might pull it off and win the titles. That's what I mean. The, you it, know what made, mean? it made sense to me for Red Dragon to actually win the titles because of the few that they have going on with the Young Bucks. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, clearly they're going to be either going to win and then the Bucks are going to be, you know, mad because they had this pack and everything that they had through the match and, you mm-hmm. know, which they turned on. So, I was thinking that was the direction they were going to go. So it made sense for me for the Red Dragon to win um, or the Bucks just to keep it going. But you're right. They did just get the title. So you can't just like, you know, have change hands immediately. Yeah. been like two months. Yeah. Only about two. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I just, I thought Red Dragon looked really good here. Like I was like, okay, they're really, if anything like this match showcase how good Red Dragon is. And it shows you like they're worthy of being in this division. You know what I mean? And, they're definitely going to be a threat to the division and getting the titles eventually. Because they, they just debuted, like, what, a month or two ago? <laughs> so, yeah. like, it's kind of early for them to win it. But, like, just, like, the the reputation that they have, I almost thought they would win. And they had the moment where, like, they brought the titles in and used And I was like, oh, this is it right here. They're winning. That's, what, they that's when I they sold me on that. You know what I mean? They didn't win. But they almost had me on it. You know what I mean? But all in all, you know, it was a dope match. And I definitely enjoyed it. It was very exciting. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, other match, I think the I, I think the match after this was the six man ladder match. I don't know why they still have the I'll just call it the gold ring, but the brass ring up there when it was actually for like a number one contendership for the TNT title. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all in all, like when I it's funny because when I saw this, I was thinking, you know, when K- Keith Lee debuted, I was like, okay, well clearly Keith Lee is gonna win this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then I saw everybody come out, and I realized it was Christian in it, and then Wardlow, and then Hobbs, and <laughs> slowly Keith Lee became like my least favorite person to win. And then Orange Cassidy too. I was like, okay, well, Keith, I don't, I don't know, if this is it, for Keith. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think for me, like, I definitely thought it was a dope, you know, ladder match and everything. I don't know if I felt like Keith Lee was gonna win because I just feel like he, he just got here. He just got here. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, he's he's the new kid on the block. You know, he just got here, so I, I figured it'd be too early for him to win it. But there was some hope there, you know what I mean? Like, just knowing, like, how WWE has treated him when he was there and wanted him to do better now. But, you know, maybe that just means he's, like, you know, going to be a soon top contender for, like, the world championship instead of the TNT title. I mean, it always means something else for the competitors. Yeah. Um, My thing is just because a person doesn't win immediately, like, win a title right when they come in doesn't mean they're not going to be a a huge deal. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Daniel Daniel Bryan still didn't. I I still call Mm -hmm. him Daniel Bryan. He didn't win the big one, you know what I mean? Bryan. Bryan Danielson. A lot of people, (laughs) like, even Andrade, like, there are a lot of people that came over from WWE that are in this place where they didn't. They didn't necessarily win the title, and they're just kind of in this area, but they're still featured on TV every week, so there's nothing wrong with that. You know? Yeah, very true. Did you see the but, spot where Keith Lee threw uh, Orange Cassidy? <laughs> he threw him over the top rope, but yeah. he overshot him like a little he bit. Like I think He actually landed like straight up on the um, – The ramp, yeah. Up. Yeah, yeah. Man, that – that's a strong dude right there. Like, I don't know if I could – if I was a wrestler, I probably wouldn't want to wrestle him. I mean, I would because it, it would – I would sell his moves very well, but it's like, I don't know, man. Like, you kind of strong, bro. Like, I don't know yeah. if he knows his own strength. Um, but I think the big man really, like, shined in this match. Usually ladder matches, it's like, 
the smaller competitors kind of get their shine. They do a bunch of Twisted Fates. Not Twisted Fates, but like Swan Song Bombs or, you know, 450 Splashes. But I feel like the big men really dominated it and they were showcased well in this match. Hobbs looked great in this match. Hobbs looked amazing. And I'm like, dang, like, just to think like a year ago, Hobbs wasn't even like somebody we really talked about. Well, he was. It was just kind of like, you know, Hobbs going to be a big deal one day. But now it's like we actually are starting to see it. You know what I mean? And yeah. He's looking better. Um, I like how Hobbs and Warlow kind of teamed up to go against Heathley in some aspects. And then there was a spot where, like, um, Hobbs and Warlow grabbed the ladder at the same time and split it open. Yes. That was so dope to me. <laughs> just showing, like, the strength. Even if it's, like, it's obviously fake, but it's, like, it just kind of shows, like, the strength of these two characters. I thought that was super dope. But um, yeah. how do you feel about Warlow winning? I think he deserves it for sure. I didn't expect it for some reason. I didn't expect Warlow to be the one that got the W. Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny. Like you say that. Like I saw, I kind of, I was kind of looking at the competitors in the match because I always look at this. Like I'm like, all right, who's really winning this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I actually picked Christian to win because mm. um, he was, was barely whole, in the match. Yeah, I, I, I know, but like because they yeah. had that whole battle royal where I think well Jungle Boy ended up winning for like a number one contendership. I was like, okay, well they'll, you know, Christian's been a manager for the the greater part of the year, so maybe they'll have him featured in something. So I was thinking mm-hmm. either Christian or Orange Cassidy or you know basically like anybody else. And then Wardlow winning, I was like, wow, yeah, this must be it's definitely <laughs> gonna be his year because yeah, he's he's. Well, we talk about it later, but we saw what happened, you know. Oh yeah, yes sir. It's like his breakout year, and they see him as like uh, kind of gonna be like a really big deal going forward. I think he's like one of the biggest baby faces in the company. Or gotta now. be. Yeah, I mean, and definitely is now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think once he like he uh, did what he did to Keith Lee and Hobbs, it pretty much let me like when he threw him through the tables. That pretty much just let me know. I was like, okay, he defeated both of the biggest men in this match. I was like, they're right. Might be about to get the W. You know yeah, I, mean? like, I think that, that yeah, that solidified it for me when I saw them go through the table. I was like, yeah, Keith Lee's out of the match. Hops is out of the match. Yeah, what is it? Was it? I gotta ask. Was it weird? Like the the Danhausen uh, cameo in the middle of it? I think like Ricky was on the ladder. Yeah. Um, I at first I didn't. It's funny, like because I see Danhausen pop up all the time, you know, but. It didn't. It didn't initially click with me like first that he was there for to help Orange Cassidy. I was like, why is, why is he there in the middle of Ricky Starks' spot? Like it didn't make sense to me, but I get it. I mean, yeah, I mean he's one of Orange Cassidy's friends, and I guess I don't know. I just I, I feel like too like Orange Cassidy did a lot to try to get the win in this match. Like there was a lot of moments where he's yeah. very creative to try to win. Um, but I don't know. I just felt like he wasn't gonna win it either. I was like, you know, he's. He's had a chance so many times, I feel like, now. And, like, a lot of top spot matches where it's, like, it just didn't make sense. But, I don't know. With Dan Housen, it was just, like, why not just knock this dude out? Like, why are y'all just letting this dude, like, just point at you and, like, <laughs> very nice, very evil. Like, I get Yeah. Yeah. And I want to see Dan Housen, like, wrestle and do stuff, too, because it's, like, okay, he pops out, but it's, like, this might wore off after a while. Let's see him do something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, one yeah, one note before we get off that, I did yeah. see like an interview um when I think Tony Khan was first talking about um Orange Cassidy coming into AEW and he, he did admit like at first like he didn't really get it in the beginning, but then he found out that you know Orange Cassidy can really, really wrestle, like he's actually a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. And so he just told him, like, hey, do some of this stuff, like we're gonna do some like gimmicky stuff for now and then later. Months down the line, you show people that you can actually wrestle. I wonder if they're doing the same thing with Dan Housen. It's just it's like, okay, you're going to pop up every day and do this thing 
You know what I mean? And then eventually we're going to have you actually wrestle so people can see that you're a dope wrestler. Slowly Maybe that's going to happen. Or, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it kind of just slowly builds it. Every time people will see him, you know, they get excited. I'm just hoping, like, it ends in him actually wrestling and doing something. Same. Because, uh, yeah, there's only – it can only go so far. You know? Very true. Very true. I'd like to see even, like, Dan Housen turn Orange Cassidy and they have, like, a thing going on. Because I feel like they're the same size and they could probably put on a good match. But, yeah, I think all in all it was a pretty dope match. I feel like the finish was, like, my only nitpick. I didn't think that um, Warload power bombed Ricky Starks hard enough. Like I needed, to see <laughs> you the wanted more break. violence. I needed to see the ladder <laughs> break, but other than that, it was a dope, dope match. Yeah, it was still the right move. You know what I mean? So, what do you think about the uh, the signing where they signed uh, what they called him Shane Swerve Strickland? I thought it was dope. So I didn't expect it. Like when they were like, he has like Tony Khan has another announcement. First off, I was like, please don't have Tony Khan come out and make the announcement. <laughs> you would have I that. like him though. I like him, but uh I don't yeah, know. Like the last announcement he made. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that I worked the mic for real. Um nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I think it's dope that Swerve signed. Um he's such a young star and we never really got to see what it could do on the main roster in WWE. Like that was cut. <laughs> super short um so this is it's nice to see you know him actually doing something i know he's kind of been making waves on the indie scene he's been on like for a short time after leaving wwe i know he's on it before but um he's kind of been making a lot of waves and like people really have wanted to sign him so it's dope to see him AEW. now i will say i do want to see like cesaro bray wyatt or braun Strowman. And I feel like the more they sign people, the the more I'm like, oh, they might not get a Braun Strowman. Yeah. Like, that might not happen. Yeah. But um, I think it would be dope for Star. And his charisma really shined through here in this, like, just this little moment. It kind of showed, like, what he's capable of. And I didn't think he had – I personally didn't know he had pulled like that. Like, I didn't think he had – Me neither. On that level, like, for him to be like, whose house? And they say Swerve's house. I was not mm-hmm. expecting that. So that's what I was like. That's really, really dope for him because to me – I didn't see it as big as an acquisition, you know what I'm saying? But to see Me the fans' neither. reaction, clearly it's like, all right, they're behind this. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's they like this guy. Thing. Yeah. They like this guy, yeah. I'm excited to see what he does, though. And if they, you know, they book him the right way and, you know, if he showcase properly. But there's just so many chefs in the pot, it you is. know, in AEW that I'm like, I hope he doesn't get lost in the sauce. But I think, yeah. you know, if they like him this much and they're pulling towards him, it, you know, it only means good things. So, yeah. What did you think about uh, Ty Conti versus Jay Cargill for the TBS women's title? Jay with the Mortal Kombat uh, entrance. It was hard. It was. Hard. It's funny because Jr. said does it, that she looks like a superhero. Yeah, and then I think um, Excalibur was like, "Well, it's actually Mortal Kombat." <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah. Jr. doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't. He's not gonna. He's not gonna get that. You know? He's not gonna get it. You know what I mean? Sure. I think uh, what I really like about Jade. Um, is the fact that I, I mean, for the most part, I almost see like a new move every time I see a wrestle. I swear, like oh yeah, now, yes. now she's doing the the frog splash, mm-hmm. and then also she started. Now she's doing like the spinning power slam. I think she called it like the eye of the storm. Like that's the name they gave it. You know what I mean? That's dope. But every time I see a wrestle, like there's like a brand new move that I see her do that I, I swear she didn't do before. Uh, maybe it's because her matches typically aren't over like five minutes long, <laughs> but it is yeah. still dope to see like somebody like I feel like we're kind of watching her innovate herself and like learn herself and like like kind of build a moveset mm-hmm. like, you know, since she's kind of fairly new to wrestling. I mean, so that is dope. The match itself was dope. Um, yeah, it, it was dope. 
Yeah, I didn't know she could frog splash. I saw that and I was like, did I just see her do that? I didn't either. <laughs> like she flexed too when she was doing it. I was like, yo, this is hard. Right. I don't know she could do that. Um, I know she's been working with. Um, it's rumored that she's been working with Brian Danielson, just like in her work. on her in ring work. And I'm like, I see it, like because yeah. <laughs> she's really advancing and like she's a lot quicker. Like it seems like she's picking it up quick, and I think that's a testament to like the kind of athlete she is too, where she's just picking it up that quick. Um, but I will say my first thought when the match started was Ty Conti's definitely not going to win this match. <laughs> okay, okay. I, was like, I didn't want to. I did not. I did not want to say it. I wanted to say anything but that. But yeah, I was like, yeah, she's not going to be the one to take title. Yeah, she got her little moments in though. She got her little moments where I was like, okay, you know, she's doing some stuff. She looks like a you know a good challenger. <laughs> but I just knew she wasn't going to win. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you see the spot where? I feel like so the ref didn't see Jay get hit in the face with a chair like two feet from her like at all. Mm-hmm. Did you see I didn't, that? I don't think I caught that one that part. So it wasn't Ty Conti. I think it was somebody else ringside. They, like, oh yes, yes, yes. Penelope Jade, Ford. And, like, I think the ref was looking dead at her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The refs be kind of wild sometimes. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> like they miss stuff and it's like, like eh, I'm not gonna throw this not, out. You know? Are you not gonna call that? What's this? Isn't like a no DQ match? I don't think. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? But yeah, sometimes they be tripping. Um, and then another thought I had too was like once I saw Jay come out with the dude with the guitar. Whenever there's like a musical entrance, I feel like the, they're gonna win the match. It's locked in. <laughs> like you got this dude playing the guitar, like she might, you know, take the W. Did you see the part where um I think Ty was doing something and then Jay was like, Don't nobody care about that karate stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I was crying. Yes, that was hilarious. Bro. I was crying. I did not expect her to say that. Like that and it was well placed too. I know when like Jade first started, like some of her stuff that she did or would say would be kind of cringy. But, like, she's right on the money now. Like, I don't know, like, she's getting better and better, and it's almost like, like, who would, who's going to challenge her and beat her? I don't I don't see it. Like, she's getting so good. I can see if she, like, stayed the same, but she's getting so good, it's almost like, who could beat this girl? You Not know? Ty Conti. They might have to bring out, like, a new woman to beat her yeah. from another company, or maybe they do it, you know, where it's, like, Jade versus, um, you know, uh, Britt Baker eventually or something. You know what I mean? Something like that. But I don't know. I just don't. I don't like see a title versus her. title, TNT versus TBS. I guess. Yes. That. Yeah. That kind of situation. But yeah. I don't see anybody beating her right now. She's so good. Same. Overall, it was solid myself. And uh, um, Jade, if you listen to this. Okay. Stop. I already. All right. All right. So the next match was what? All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So the next match was CM Punk and MGF in a dog collar match. Yes, sir. Man, what did you think about it? What were your, what were your thoughts on here? Bloody. Absolute <laughs> bloody mess. Like, Punk was just such an absolute bloody mess. I don't mean on his wrestling. I just mean, like, you know, of course, in, like, in general. Like, he just bled everywhere. Yeah. Um, I will say, at first, I thought that CM Punk was debuting, like, a new song. But apparently, Me too. apparently that was just his ROH theme song. But again, I didn't. I, I was not watching Punk back in, like, the ROH days. Me neither. I mean? Like, I will admit to that. Yeah, I remember when he came to ECW when they first brought back ECW. Yeah, and like I watched CM Punk wrestle, and then me and my stepdad be watching it, and we would always make fun of him because he would come out and get demolished, and then yes. we would we would change the channel and laugh at him like, "What's a CM Punk? Huh?" Just like change the channel, <laughs> you know, find other stuff to watch, and then we would change back, and then he would somehow win the match. And after a while, I was like. I need to start watching him. Like he's getting beat up, but he still wins eventually. You know what I mean? So yeah, 
that's when I first saw him ECW. I didn't know anything about his Ring of Honor days, but I thought it was a cool callback. And obviously, there's some real wrestling fans that knew what it was. So, um, it was there was so I mean, moment. they've been doing so much of a story with this. Like, the entire thing is just like a story, like, you know, like 10 year story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I love that they were doing the "You Deserve a Chance" uh, to Max whenever he was getting beat up. Uh, <laughs> he did deserve it. Fitting. <laughs> um, I feel like so it wasn't. It, it's weird. Like it wasn't like spot heavy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just violent. You know what I mean? Yeah, very. It was, <laughs> was a very gruesome. It. Like, it was very gruesome. Match, it was yeah. violent. Like just people hitting each other on the backs with chains, you know. But I loved it because it was wrestling. Like each, I feel like each match in the pay per view had something completely different, like a different element to it. You know, in the tag team matches, okay, that, that was spot heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you have your one match, it's like a, uh, you know, like an eight minute match or whatever. And then this was just like a violent match, you know. Very much so. Very much so. They were definitely. I had like the feeling like they're trying to kill each other. Like <laughs> this is a obviously a blood feud. You know what I mean? Like they're really trying to get at each other. Um. For me, it's like I've I've seen so many like bull rope matches and yeah, you know, where they're tied uh, to each other or something. Yeah. But I wasn't excited at first. And there are some or some spots where I was like, okay, I feel like I've seen this before. You know, oh thumbtacks are here, this is cool. But I think it was just great character work overall and it kind of advanced the story more. I don't think it continues after this. I hope it I mean that's, I wanted to because it's good, yeah. but I don't think it should anymore. Like I think that's that's what like... I was that's what I was thinking also when I saw like I'm not saying the match was too long or whatever. I mean it was a bit long, but I'm not saying it was, but just based on the length of the match, the fact that this was not a normal match, it was you know the dog collar match, like a very, mm-hmm. very gruesome match. I'm thinking they're done with it now. Like it's it, gotta it be very violent, like it's done, you know what I mean? <laughs> I could also see Jim JF coming out, you know, on you know Wednesday and be like, all right, you know, this isn't over, you know what I mean? But I'm hoping like this is kind of into it. Um the biggest thing in the match, of course, was like Wardlow's big turn, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um like giving punk the ring. Point. Yeah, giving TM Punk the ring. I definitely think this was the perfect point to turn. Like I will say, I've been getting low-key kind of frustrated watching like Rampage or Dynamite. I've seen the whole thing with Sean Spears and stuff. I'm like, all right, when is he just gonna turn on them? You know what I mean? And then he mm-hmm. finally does it now. So um I'm thinking that because Wardlow is involved, now you know it can be like MJF versus Wardlow basically. I can see that happening. Yeah. And I, I can't wait for that. Like I feel like that's gonna be the big story right there. Like yeah. that's what you book Everything Punk moves not, on, they move on with this, like completely yeah. separate story. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the move to go. Um and I, I don't know, I just feel like on paper, it's gonna be like a it's gonna be a three match uh storyline, I feel like just with the both of them. And I definitely feel like, you know, there's so much story to tell there. Like he worked for this man for like I don't know how many like since AEW started, pretty much, yeah. So like, it's gonna be a lot of moments where it's like he's gonna try to cheat, warload, and I think there's a lot of good story to tell there. But I just feel like wrestling wise and like just real life, Warlow's gonna kill him. <laughs> like, yeah, Warlow's gonna decimate him, Jeff. He's been like pretty much like the underdog, you know, with him and like be doing what he says. And I just I really don't see it matches. I feel like, but I can see it happening where. MGF is just making his life like a living hell, pretty much. Yeah. So. The thing that I the thing that I don't know about though is with the whole with Wardlow winning the the opportunity for the TNT title. It's like, will Wardlow oh, actually yeah. win? And then is it gonna be Ooh. MGF versus Wardlow for the TNT title? That I can see. You know what I mean? Like that could be pretty entertaining. You know what I mean? Yeah. Either Wardlow wins it, 
And then MJF is like, okay, I need that. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I should be the first to challenge, or pretty much just being like, you know, you turned on me. I, I need to take what's like important to you. Or I can see it where Warlow gets his title shot, right? And MJF causes and him the MJF title causes shot. him to lose it because he's yeah. upset with him for not siding with him. Yeah. I either, can see that and then that right. leads to a bigger that would be crazy. Yeah. Either way, that's how I see it like it kind of ending the thing with punk and moving on forward for with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Punk versus MJF needs to end. Like it needs yeah. to stop. Yes. Yeah. Uh so the I think the next match was what Britt Baker versus and I Rebel. She had like two people ringside, Rebel and Hater mm-hmm. versus Thunder Rosa. Um mm-hmm. to me, like I, I've probably said this before, but I feel like this was a time, like this was a time to give the belt to Thunder Rosa. Like if yeah. not now, then it's never gonna happen, pretty mm-hmm. much. Like it's not like with Jade, where it's like, you know, she's new to the company, like no. Britt Baker's been champion for what, almost like two years now. I feel like yeah. so this felt like this felt like the time is like if not, Britt Baker is basically like AEW's version of Charlotte Flair. Like <laughs> she can wrestle, yeah. she's good, but there's all these other women and they're never gonna like really shine and get that opportunity as long as she's there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's funny. That's exactly what I wrote down. Um, I said Rosa winning would have made the Brit rivalry more interesting. Yeah. Just because, like, the way it started with, like, that St. Patrick's Day slam match that they had, that, you know, that whole hardcore match. Like, I feel like this is the time to have Thunder Rosa win, and then the next time they face each other, it's the tiebreaker for the feud. But now that Thunder Rosa, you know, has lost, it's, like, pretty much again. to the back of the line. Yeah. She lost again. So it's, like, I don't – I don't know. just feel like there was money to be made to have them to keep going against each other for the years yeah. to come. It felt like like the Adam Page moment for me. Like, yeah, like he she finally gets a win now. You know what I mean? And it's for the Mm -hmm. title. That's what I thought this would be. But then I was just like, I was just so disappointed. Yeah, but I was like, um, in my notes, I said, um, I guess she's the next Charlotte. She's pretty much (laughs) going to be Charlotte (laughs) in this company. You know what I mean? It's a perfect example. She's like, she's there, Charlotte. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then once like for me, it's like I was going for Thunder Rosa the whole time. And then I felt like when Mercedes, you know, Martinez got there, I was like, okay, maybe she has some help if the other two jump in. But once I saw that she was out there by herself, which I don't understand why they did the whole Mercedes thing and then teaming up, but she didn't even help her, I don't think. Right. Did she help her? I don't think she did. I don't think she really did. I don't think she helped her this much. Um, But once I saw that, the odds were stacked against her. I was like, she's definitely not winning this. I think for me, the point that I realized she wasn't winning is when, like, she had her beat and didn't. You know what I mean? Like, when um, I think she had her, like, with a tombstone. No, well, not that. I think she, like, she had her pin. She had Britt Baker pin at one point, and then she she made Britt tap at one point, of course. You know, ref for it wasn't looking in both instances. Didn't see I was it, like, yeah. yeah, this is it. Like, <laughs> she's not winning this. This wraps. This wraps. Curve stop for it wins. I was just like, ah, uh, that's very disappointing. But I'm it's like, this was such a good chance to build a new star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and to have another dominant woman in the division. Does Brie Becker really need this title at this point? Like, she I don't not. think she does. Like, I, if anybody needed it, it was Thunder Rosa. And the story they've been telling. It's like she's been getting teamed up on. I don't know. I just I don't really get that decision. It doesn't make sense. Same. You know what I mean? Same. It does not make sense. What do you think of the new title belt that they have for the women? Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, it's definitely. I like that it's bigger because it looks like a big deal. But like yeah. the one they had before, I was starting to get used to it. But every time I look at, it, I'd be like, man, this is so t-. like it looked like a Walmart toy. 
You know what I mean? And <laughs> I wasn't like, gonna say that, but yeah, I'm I'm so happy that they got them something different. It's, it's super dope. And I think on the side place, there's like uh, the first women's match at AEW or something like that, oh, where nice. the first two champions are on there. So it's pretty dope. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, I just need a competitive Rose, division, man. but yeah. Thunder um, Rose, man. I'm sorry, yeah. girl. <laughs> this guy. I'm hurting, bro. Okay, so the Daniel Bryan and I keep calling him. I'm just gonna call him Daniel Bryan. I'm sorry. And John Moxley match. Brian Danielson. I know. What do we always say about Sheamus's matches? The physical. It was physical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how. That's how it felt. Uh, I don't know if it was like headbutts or elbows wet, but Mox was just busted open bad. Yes, yeah, I don't. At one point, I, Daniel Bryan was just elbowing him in the head. I was like, this kind of made me cringe a little bit. You know? Yeah, there were so many matches on this car where they were just beating the crap out of each other. Like, it almost felt normal. Like, I, I feel like they should pick and choose who's going to like draw blood in matches because there was right. so much of it in the card that I was just like, oh, he's bleeding. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? It didn't have a major yeah. effect for real. It just got me used to violent. Like, it sounds <laughs> yeah. violent, but I really like the spot where Mox and Danielson are just kicking each other in the head at the same time. I'm like, I should not like this right now. Like, yeah, but I like it. You know I mean? like it. But they kept they kept mentioning, like, blood during the build of the match. Like, to yeah. this point, Moxley kept being like, I don't join anybody I don't bleed with or something like that. So I was just like, I feel like blood's going to be involved in everywhere somehow. I yeah. thought both of them would be bleeding or something, you know what I mean? But it was just John. Um, but I, I don't know. It was nice to see the blend of styles, like having this more technical, calculated wrestler and Brian going against Moxie, who's just like the Stone Cold Steve Austin brawler. You know what I mean? Like it was just nice to see those clash of styles and pretty much like Brian have to kind of change his style up to kind of match Moxie's style of wildness. I thought that was dope. Um, yeah. It was just a dope story being told. I don't know if like, Another thing too is like with the blood, I'm like, did this feud get to the point where they needed it to be that intense? I don't know, but all in all, it was it was a pretty dope match. Um, they were just beating the brakes off each other. When I watched it, when I watched it live, it's funny because I couldn't tell if like the finish was supposed to be a double pin, mm. or if Mox was supposed to just win, you know, like he did, like. Maybe you didn't get the same thing, but from the angle I was watching, I thought that both their shoulders were supposed to be down. Maybe I was wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was kind of odd to see. It's like an odd it's, pin. Yeah, it was just like a roll up, and then that was it. And I'm like, I feel like this kind of match ends with the finisher. You know what I mean? But yeah, it, but it was dope. it was dope to see Regal debut though. Yes, yeah, yeah. It, it was funny. Like it felt like a stepfather or a father breaking up a fight between two brothers. Like I taught you better than this. Like that's pretty much what the vibe I got from it. But now I'm like, okay, like they brought out William Regal. Obviously he's not going to be wrestling. He's not going to be in like this, you know, general manager type of role. So I wonder if he's going to be like a manager for them. Yeah. And then I think uh, Jim Ross mentioned like, you know, are these two going to team up together? And my first thought was like, we don't need any more tag teams. We do know. not. We do not. We do not. You know what I mean? Hopefully they build that faction that Brian was talking about. I yeah. can see that. But them teaming up, I don't know how I feel about it. If they, yeah, my thing is like, if they're just gonna be a tag team, go over the tag team titles. That's not dominant at all. That's we don't we don't need that. You know what I mean? But no if it's more. like a super faction, okay, that I'm cool with. You know what I mean? Like you go mm-hmm. for the TNT title, I'll go for the world title. Like that, 
that makes a lot of sense. That makes sense. A big stable. I also thought that maybe they could be bringing in Regal for something with ROH. You know, I don't, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Like a talent thing from a talent perspective. Mm-hmm. That would be dope. It could have just been a way to kind of get Regal into the, like with, they had to bring him in somehow, but uh, yeah. yeah, same. Yeah. And it was so quick too. Like, I feel like he just got released and it's like, he's already there. <laughs> it's so Everybody crazy. It's starting, to, it's starting to feel like the Monday Night Wars at this point. Yeah. Obviously, the war is kind of one-sided because WWE is like Disney, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's interesting, you know, to see people just kind of jump ship so quickly and come over and, you know, debut. Um, yeah. What do you, th- what did you think of the Andrade Hardy family office? That was a lot to say. Versus <laughs> Sammy was. Guevara, Sting, and Darby Allen. It was actually one of my favorite matches. Yeah. It was one of my favorite matches. Uh, this definitely... Loki, like it felt like a setup for like a trios title type thing, like again. Mm-hmm. But um, I loved it, especially with like seeing Sting dive off of that. <laughs> it's just amazing, bro. It's about diving off that balcony, and it's just amazing that he can still do that. Like, I yeah, didn't think it's... he had the ability to still do stuff like that, but just to see that and like you know, like the Spanish fly and everything off the stage or the tables, like it was it was amazing. It was spot heavy, like it was everything mm-hmm. that we I wanted to see in the pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Very true. Yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy to see Sting do that. Like you said, like at 60 plus, he's 62 years old. Like he's almost a senior citizen. Like <laughs> and he's doing spots like that. Right. That's crazy. Like I just have so much respect for him. But I also have a lot of care too, where I'm like, I hope he doesn't get injured right here. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not worth this thing. It's not worth it. But it's the same as when he was first coming in. They were talking about cinematic matches, and I was like, dang, well, yeah. oh, well, okay, I, I, I think he'll be already right doing that. Now he's jumping off of balconies like a DCW. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. like, Whoa, okay, yeah, yeah. And then I agreed to that Spanish fly through the tables is dope. I've never seen that spot from like off of like a barricade kind yeah. of thing, a Spanish fly into a table. I've never seen that before. It had to so be that the- was. That had to be the spot of the night, either that one or the oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And then um I think the AHFO's presence was definitely felt in this match too. They were popping out everywhere. Like the people that even weren't in the match were there. Yeah, man. I was seeing you know people mean? like I think it was like the butchers and the blade, <laughs> like, yeah. It's not even in this. Yeah, what is what's going on? But um it was definitely a cool match and it was nice to see Darby get the finish with and win the match. Yeah. I will say my only drawback from it was probably just like the the order of it, mm. like this match, and then having the match with Adam Cole versus Adam Page, like it kind of maybe not for other people watching, but for me, it was just like, man, we just had a tornado six man tag, like anything goes, <laughs> and now we have this normal match for the, <laughs> the world title. Like, you know, I get it, it's traditional wrestling and everything, but I probably would have put this like stacked this away from the other match, you know. Very true, yeah. My thought too was like. Maybe they thought it would be like a blow-off match where it's like it gives the fans a chance to kind of catch their breath a little bit. But then there's so much action happening in the match. How could you catch your breath? Right. But um, that was like my thought behind it. Like, okay, you know, people go watch this match and enjoy it, but not feel so invested in the story because the storyline is kind of light. You know what I mean? I probably would have put it like Jade and Ty Conti here. But, you know. Yeah, that would have made more sense. Yeah, very true. Very yeah. true. I don't work um, for either either. Yeah, and then we had <laughs> you don't work there, and then we had the Adam versus Adam match, Adam Cole versus Adam. Page <laughs> Adam versus Adam. I the, did have, I did love how the crowd was chanting "Let's go Adam," and then yeah. Adam sucks. <laughs> yeah. They're both Adams, yeah, for the AEW World Championship. Um, I so first thoughts like I did not know what Adam Cole was wearing when he came out. 
You didn't know that that was a Halo gear? I, I took me a minute, but I was like, oh, maybe that's from Halo. But the jacket just looks silly. Like, I don't, I wasn't feeling it. I think I the like tights. If he would have came gear, out with a helmet, you would have got it. <laughs> no, like, I, I understood what it was, like the reference, but uh, it just looked silly to me. Like, I wasn't really that much of a random. fan of it. It was kind of random and it looked. I bulky. mean, Jade's makes sense because she's Jade from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her yeah. name is Jade, but somebody named Adam is coming out in Halo gear. That is kind of random. Yeah, it was just, it looked kind of bulky and weird. I don't know. But I think with the match, like, it was a very aggressive pace. I like that about it. Um, I liked how the commentators were pretty much discussing, like, you know, Kenny Omega was beat by Adam Page. Like, nobody really beats Kenny Omega. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Then playing that up, I was like, I really feel like Adam Page is going to retain here. Because <laughs> you just don't mention Kenny Omega out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, that's a goat. That's one of the ghosts right there. So, yeah, they have well, you thinking, I, okay, maybe it's not Adam Cole's time right now. Yeah. I was, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking this is probably not Adam Cole's time. And if it was, it would maybe like, you know, maybe Kenny comes out and interferes and creates like this. Uh, we do have something with the Young Bucks going on and stuff and like this whole faction versus faction thing. So I was like, OK, well, Kenny Omega gets involved. And no, there's no Kenny Omega. So I'm just like, OK, you know, just kind of confused by it. But I definitely yeah. did not pick Adam Cole to win this match. It just didn't. It yeah. didn't feel like the time. You know what I mean? It's not his time. But I, I did feel like, you know, leading into this, I know I was saying like, if anybody would be Adam Page, it'd be Adam Cole. But I feel like they've done it so early with Cole just not coming. Like, I saw Cole, like, you know, kind of wrestling other people for a while, like the Andrade's, yeah. the pa- the Packs, you know, the um, Malachi Blacks for a while, for like another year or two, and then it's Challenger for the title. I feel yeah. like it was kind of early. They pulled the trigger a little soon. I don't know if, like, it's because, like, Adam Cole was just super over. But like it just felt like it was way too soon, and now I'm like, Ugh, could he win it in the future? And he's definitely gonna challenge for it again as Adam Cole. You know what I mean? But it did feel like it was kind of early, and now he has to wait for a little longer. Get another and shot. When, yeah, and when the doctor order came out, it kind of sealed it for me. I was like, yeah, he's not. You know, yeah. that's it. He's he's not winning it. Yeah, know? I will say though, my favorite spot in this match was uh, I think. Cole was trying to do like no, it was Paige. He's trying to do the moonsault. Moonsault, and then he got super kick. He got caught the super kick. Never get tired of it. So dope. So the timing of that, perfect, super perfect. Um, and then the dead eye through the table was super dope. Um, and for some reason, like whenever the Dark Order comes out, I'm always forgetting that Adam Page is affiliated with him because he never was really a leader. That was just kind of his friends. Yeah, he technically never joined. He never really joins. He's not really a part of them. Um, they definitely built him out there, and I like the finish with Paige using like his finisher and Cole's finisher to end it. That was an interesting touch. That was super yeah. dope. It was just for but for Cole like losing clean and stuff like that. I'm like, well, he's kind of going to the back of the line. You know what I mean? Yeah, it it's kind of happening. Yeah. Um. So my last question to wrap this up: uh, Who do you think could defeat Adam Page and take his title? Because I had Cole eventually doing it, but they did, I did it early. Too. So but who do you think happening. could take it off of him at this point? Man, I could see, I could see CM Punk doing it. Mm. And the only other, the only other person I could see possibly doing that is probably um, Kenny Omega coming back. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it right now. You know, it'd have I mean? to be Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Unless they had some type of heel just come and like beat him, and I don't know, <laughs> that's how they take it off of him. But even that wouldn't make sense. So yeah, it'd have to be. Like a Kenny, or you know, like you said with the other wrestler, 
yeah, so, like, yeah. yeah. Just looking at everybody on this card, I'm like, yeah, not him, not him, not him, not him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless they bring in somebody new, but yeah, it definitely have to be Kenny or somebody else. Yeah. Too many yeah. new people already. But yeah. Way too many new people. They got to build more of the storylines and, you know, get that going. Yeah. Overall, so I probably give this paper if I had to give this paper view like some stars, I'd probably give it. I'm leaning. I don't I never like to give people five stars. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. I feel yeah, like yeah. it's been so long since I've seen a five star pay-per-view anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's at least a strong four and a half, you know what I mean? Okay. I'm gonna do four out of five that's, instead that's, of four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Just I don't know. I feel weird about giving it a five too. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's we're giving a five, and it's like, what if there's a better show this year that's better than this one? I regret giving it a four point five. Yeah, if I want to give it to one that was better. I'm sorry, I'm demoting it to four now. Now that you no, no, I didn't mean to. Say <laughs> no, no, it's done. It's done. It's done. <laughs> I'm it's sorry, it's, done. it's a four now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm trying to think. That was there one match in particular that had me feeling like that. I don't know. Like, they were all pretty good though. Go with your gut feeling, bro. I'm gonna do. F- <sighs> Four this out of is conflicted. I am. Yeah. Let's. Let's I'll do say four the only. I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing five. I'm not going five. I'll do four just because I feel like Jay Cargo could have had a better competitor than Ty Conti. I agree. Even though she was super dope, but I just feel like that was like the one little flaw. Like I feel like she needed somebody that could really compete and go with her. Um, yeah. But I'll do four out of five. Yeah. I might regret this like later. Over, but Yeah. But overall, stop. Overall, if you love wrestling, then you love this pay per view. Then. You know, very true. If you yep. didn't like wrestling, well, I don't know why you're listening or why you watched it. <laughs> Shake, get out of here. Okay, all right. Well, that was another episode of the Awful Wrestling Podcast. Please remember if you did not like it, you can't complain because we told you it was awful from the jump. It's all from Wrestling Podcast. Peace. Peace out. Be sure to subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Also, follow us on Instagram at Off Wrestling Podcast and on Twitter at Off Wrestling One.